This is the Todd Vino Show on News 95.7. Time now for Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. Brought to you by Clinton Wilkins Mortgage Team. All right, you just heard it. It is Mortgage 101. And a key component to that is callers. We love callers. We love callers. We absolutely love callers. So if you are driving around right now or if you're in your kitchen or whatever you're doing and you're in the midst of making a decision or that's on the horizon into the new year where you might be looking at a new house purchase, whatever scenario it might be and you have some questions, this is an opportunity to give us a call, to pick Clinton's brain, to get the answers. I said it in the intro this morning. I said, I don't think there's anything that anybody could call to stump us on. We could work, work through it. You could work through it. Yeah, totally. But I don't think there's anything that anybody could call you and give you a scenario where you'd just be completely out to lunch on. What and do I don't think? know I don't know everything, but if I, there's something that I don't know, I'm yeah. certainly willing to take it away, do some yeah. research, and get back to them. Okay. So. so the way to reach us is 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Eight two five five. Just quickly before we do go to the phones, when it comes to credit, what's the what are just give give us a quick credit one hundred and one, then we'll go right to the phone. Okay, here's our quick credit one hundred and one. And if you have any specific questions, certainly give us a call. Yeah. Uh, the credit score is out of nine hundred. There's two credit monitoring agencies, uh, reporting agencies in Canada. There's Equifax and TransUnion, mm-hmm. and both have different algorithms. But the data that's on both reports should be the same. Now. Everyone blames Equifax or blames TransUnion if there's an error on the bureau, but they're only an aggregator of the data. And, you know, the great thing is that coming to an unbiased mortgage professional like me is we have a commercial account with Equifax. So sometimes there's errors on the credit bureau that we're able to fix. We're able to coach people to improve the credit. And really, we talk about maintaining good credit and how is that possible. Credit's really made up of your mix of different types of credit, your limits to your balances, and your payment history. There's a misconception that inquiries really drives down your score. Mm -hmm. The inquiries only makes up about 10% of the overall score, and there's a certain threshold where inquiries are acceptable. You know, if you're having four, five, six inquiries a year, no big deal. But if you start having 50 or 60 inquiries a year, yeah, yeah, it's going to slightly drive down your score. Right. Okay, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Barry. Hello, Barry. How are you today? Uh, Not bad. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Go ahead with your question. Yeah, uh, I have a 25-year mortgage, and the first five-year fixed term is coming up in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking, what should I be doing? When should I get active at renewing it? Or great question, yeah. Around or what? Mm-hmm. So, typically, we like to see clients four months prior to their renewal date. The reason that is is because we can secure some type of solution 120 days prior to the date. So sometimes it makes sense to do it sooner, you know, and there's case-by-case basis, but typically we like to see people four months before. So I'd recommend coming in to see someone, you know, in February and then really evaluating what the best solution is from there. Um, at renewals, oftentimes we'll do what we consider a switch or a transfer from lender to lender because... Mortgage lenders are just like the cell phone companies. Typically, they treat a new customer better than they treat an existing customer. So when you do a transfer, you're essentially a new customer. And um, in a transfer process, the new lender will pay all the costs to move you over. So as long as you're not borrowing any new money, all the costs will be inc- will be covered. And typically, you can get um, you know a really good deal at renewal. We, we love doing renewal business because I think that it's typically an opportunity to really get the best rate 
because okay. everybody wants the mortgage business, your existing lender and the new lender. So typically we like to leverage one against the other and really get the best value for our consumer. I would say on average, when we do a transfer, clients save, like in our market, about $5,000. And people are like, well, I have to provide a couple documents. Mm -hmm. You know, is five hours worth of work worth $5,000? I'd love to make $1,000 an hour. Absolutely. And then we can really evaluate your whole financial picture. It's a good time to sit down with someone, so I'd recommend February. I know it's a kind of a long-winded answer. No, uh, it's a good answer, though. But February would be the best solution for you to, you know, contact someone. start shopping around. Just don't go to your to a renewal. Yeah, and some people will just sign the renewal because it's easy, but it's typically much more costly to sign the renewal. Like I've seen some, even for lenders that we've done the mortgage for, and the rates at renewal are typically outside of what the market rates are. So we can definitely do better. Yeah. All right. So, you know, check us out or check out an an, an unbiased mortgage professional of your choice. And uh, uh, they've access to about 40 different lenders. So there's typically lots of solutions. Thanks, Barry. Good question. Thank you. Appreciate it. Questions like that, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. That's the way to reach us for for questions. What has been perhaps... I don't want to say egregious, but some examples. Give us an example of somebody who's get who was was set to sign a renewal with mm-hmm. with their bank. Yeah, and you looked at it and you thought, "Wow, like th- we can do." Does that happen? How often does that? I would happen? say that happens in almost every scenario. Typically, what happens is mortgage lenders will send out a renewal agreement. Sometimes four months, sometimes three months, sometimes two months, and sometimes only a month before renewal. And every lender wants to renew a customer into the highest possible rate because obviously if you're willing to pay more interest, that's going to be more money on their bottom line. Um, Right now, a lot of the renewal rates that we've seen go out just with the regular renewal agreements are somewhere in the, you know, four, four and a quarter type rates. But a market rate is typically at 3% or better. So 1% over five years, even on a $200,000 mortgage, is about $6,000 worth of savings. That's crazy. eh? It's insane. Now, not every consumer can do a transfer out of their existing lender. Mm -hmm. You know, if there were issues with credit or maybe if the income has changed, maybe it won't work. But I think having a look at your scenario and at least getting some advice, we tell consumers all the time to renew with their lender because that's the best solution. Mm-hmm. We're not doing mortgages for mortgage sake. No, that's right. Because you know what? I believe in providing the best advice. And there's oftentimes I'll tell people to renew with their lender for one year. Yeah. And then we provide them with a plan that then we can provide them with a better solution down the road. Because sometimes it's just about making a few changes and getting some of that advice. Um, but at renewal, sometimes a refinance makes sense. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Richard, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Go Hi, ahead Richard. with your question. Good. Um, this might be a, a bit of a broad question, but I'm mm-hmm. just uh, just wondering about uh, getting a second mortgage for a rental income, uh, possibly. I just mm-hmm. uh, just want to know what you think about that, or maybe uh, what it takes to get one. Yeah, uh, certainly. Things like that. We love doing mortgages on rentals. I would say that is a big part of our portfolio. The reason being is, you know, the normal bank branches don't have as much appetite. And typically a mortgage on a rental can be more complex, but we do them every single day. Um, Typically in the residential channel, uh, we can finance up to five rentals uh, per consumer. And uh, if you're buying a rental property, it requires uh, a minimum of a 20% down payment. And that down payment can either be coming from savings or come from investments, or sometimes we'll look at refinancing 
a consumer's existing property to pull out the equity uh, for the down payment on the rental property. So I would say the best bet if you're looking at buying a rental is start with a pre-approval or a pre-qualification to figure out what you can afford and then figure out where the money's going to come from for the down payment and closing costs. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Does that deal with it, Richard? Your answer, yeah, you're good. Okay, thanks for the call, my friend. I appreciate it. A quick question. If somebody has a rental, mm-hmm. I know this was the way it was in New Brunswick because I had one. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to, if you have a family member or, your, or whatever, there are ways to have less than 20%, are there not? 100%. So yeah. if you buy it as a second home, so let's say you're buying a, a cottage or if you're buying a single-family home and you're planning on having a family member rent, uh, like living it on a rent-free basis, right. you can put down as little it as 5%. It has to be rent-free, though, does it? Rent-free. Yeah. So you can put down as little as 5%. Okay. I see all the time that people will buy maybe a starter home, and they want to maybe upgrade to another property and not sell their existing home. Mm-hmm. And you can buy your an owner-occupied property with as little as 5% down. So maybe your existing home becomes a rental. There you go. You already own. So that saves and, you the 20% issue. Exactly. Yeah. And we see that all the time, too. And sometimes, it, you know, it makes sense to do a refinance before you, you rent it out mm-hmm. because a mortgage on an owner-occupied property is typically cheaper than on a right. rental property. Yep. But still, the rates are great. So I think this kind of plays into, though, what you guys do and what you do beyond what a bank can do. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not... And we, banks, deal bank, we deal with bank lenders You deal every with day. the bank lender, but I'm saying you guys are... Do, you, it's, this is kind of financial planning in a way, isn't it? Well, and I think that it's future planning. Yeah. And I think, you know, we look at the income, we look at the assets, and we look at the credit. And, you know, wealth is really built, built around real estate. And if you can buy a piece of real estate and pay down the mortgage in 25 years, mm-hmm. it's a great retirement plan. And, you know, if you're willing to take the risk on buying a rental or a cottage or a second home then you can just amplify that savings because in a mortgage, it's forcing you to pay down the debt. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of the coin, the property values are going up. Typically in Halifax, we've seen one, two, 3% growth, which is pretty, pretty average, but the market is hot in Halifax. As we know, there's a lack of inventory. And I heard a stat already that we're looking at about 5% price growth in Halifax. Now we've never had a boom here, but I feel like a boom is coming and, uh, you know, the economists are saying that we're going to see a population growth in Halifax of about 100,000 people. So our population is going to grow by 20, 25% over the next five years. There's only so many homes for people to buy or rent because mm-hmm. the vacancy really is at an all-time low as well. Yep. Great stuff. We've had some great callers so far. We'd like more. We have Clinton until the bottom of the hour. So now's your chance to get in on this. Get your questions answered. 902 that's the way to reach us. Again, 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Mortgage 101 continues when we come back. All right. First, an email question, then we'll go to the phones. By the way, the way to reach us, Clinton uh, Wilkins is in the house here. Mortgage 101 continues to the bottom of the hour. 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. That's the way to reach us. A caller was pre-approved for a $4,000 increase on a credit card. Would it impact the credit score by much to take it because it would decrease the percentage of credit used? That's from a listener. What's the uh, response? And I didn't turn the mic on. There we go. Well, there we go. (laughs) 
Uh, Rick does that to me, by the way, all the time. I was going to press the button because, you know, I love having control, but I didn't want to overstep my boundaries here. No, that's fine. When I'm deficient, I need somebody to pick up the slack. I love that's it. That's what Katie's for. Perfect. So yes. it's a great question. High limits, low balances will definitely impact the score. Some lenders will use your available limit as uh, basically against you because you have to make a 3% payment on what the limit is. In our channel, we only use the balances. So we'll use 3% of the balances. So if you walk into your bank branch, you'll technically be pre-approved for less than if you come through our channel with most lenders. And I'm not saying that's across the board, Mm -hmm. um, but if you're looking for a quick fix to increase your credit score, high limits and low balances is always a solution. So as long as you don't go above 30 or 35% of the limit, Mm You will have a okay. great score, but if you go above thirty-five percent, your score will start right. going down. Okay, so my myself in particular, mm-hmm. I've got a line of credit at a pretty good interest rate. Yes, it's got a, like a thirty thousand dollar limit and a two thousand dollar balance. That's ideal. That's what you're talking about. That's right? perfect. Yeah. So you could technically go up to ten thousand dollars, and it still wouldn't impact your score. Yeah. Okay. So we like to the rule of thumb is like a thirty percent utilization, and you'll have the best you know the best score. You need to make sure that you make your payments because any any derogatory issues will stay on your credit bureau for six years in Nova Scotia. So if you had a bankruptcy or if you've had a written off account or a collection item or late payments, they'll stay on for six years. Six years, eh? Yeah. And then they fall off one, automatically. One late payment? will stay on for six years. Wow. I know. That's crazy. But you know what? It's not forever. Six years is a, is a period yeah, of time. Yeah, that's a long time for one missed payment, though. It does. It, but they have to report the payment. They report they? the payment late if you're more than 30 days late. Yeah. And... You know, obviously, the longer you go with making your payments after that, your score will st- still go up. So, so you, one late payment's not going to do It's not going to kill you, but yeah. if it was a late payment currently, if it was a late payment last month, yeah. that's going to bring it down your score, and, certainly and it will take not, time. And certainly, if it's a balance, unpaid balance, that's a killer. Like a not? written-off account or yeah. a collection is definitely going to impact your score until that falls off, until it's satisfied or paid right. okay. or settled. You know, there's there's definitely solutions. Yeah, There's definitely solutions out there. And sometimes we'll see a consumer, and they have no idea what's on their, on yeah. their credit report, and sometimes there's errors, like... It happens. You know, if you have a common name like John Smith, yeah. you may have a mixed match bureau. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Yeah. Well, j- just before we go back to the phones, mm-hmm. uh, 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 my own scenario. Recently, I had a, a, I, I moved from New Brunswick. Yeah. And the and a company that I was that I was with sent me a bill to my old location, for, and I didn't even wasn't even aware of it. They got a hold of me, and it was months later. I paid it, but I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah, and so, that happens. That happens all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I think November's a great time to talk about financial literacy. And I think it really starts with opening your bills and knowing what you owe. I think that if you're in a relationship with someone, having maybe once a month, do like a Wine Wednesday and, mm-hmm. you know, open your bills and talk about what you owe and talk about your income and your credit and your assets. Break down those barriers. I see consumers all the time that are in a relationship and one does their own thing, the other person does their own thing, and they don't talk about what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes can be very detrimental because maybe someone's carrying all the burden and the other person doesn't even know that they need exactly. help. Exactly. Okay. 902-405-6000 or 877-801-8255. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Morning. Morning, Clinton. Hi, Rick. Uh, look, uh, seniors, mm-hmm. we're a growing bunch. And uh, regarding... Getting them, say you paid your, um, you know, mortgage on your house all your life, and you turn into a senior, and 
and you don't owe that much, maybe you owe 50 grand on it, then uh, regarding your, say, you know, that you start getting old age security mm -hmm. and if you're a low income GIS, if you uh, remortgage your house, say you pull 100 grand out of a, you know, $400,000 house, uh, none of that money affects the money the government gives you or your, your, your any of that stuff. That's right. So that's that's a uh, that's a huge thing if you're a senior that you know it it, it doesn't get clawed back is what I'm getting at. Does that that sound correct to you? That is that's accurate. And we seen we see seniors all the time that own their home free and clear, and sometimes it makes sense to do a refinance and pull some equity out to supplement their lifestyle. And often the home is the biggest asset that people have. And I see consumers all the time that have a low income, but they're sitting on a whole bunch of asset that they can't touch. And sometimes it makes sense to do some type of refinance or equity takeout before they retire or in retirement to, you know, really supplement the income. And sometimes it also makes sense to maybe consolidate some debt or do some re or do a refinance to do some renovations, which might positively impact things like mobility or quality of life. And I think it's just having a look at what your scenario is and figuring out what the best solution is. Typically, when we see seniors, we recommend the longest amortization possible. We'll typically amortize them over 25 or 30 years. And the majority of lenders are not ageist. They only care about what your income, your assets, and your credit look like. So I think just sitting down and everybody's scenario is so, so different. But leveraging that equity in your home when it's your biggest asset, definitely has a value. Thanks, Rick. Perfect. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. All right, take care. I have a question. Somebody just emailed me, and they're asking about down payments. Mm -hmm. And they want to know if, is there any alternative to a down payment? Is there a way to borrow your down payment? Yes. There's a program called Flex Down, which means that you could borrow your down payment from a line of credit, a loan, a credit card, maybe not, not as ideal, but you can borrow it. You pay a, a slightly higher uh, CMHC premium, but it's a great solution to get people into their first home. And through the credit union network, who we have access to, they also run a cashback program, which can be used for the down payment as well. So there are solutions to get into a home. Typically, we love to see consumers that you know have their own, their own down payment, but mm -hmm. there's solutions for everyone. And sometimes you need to pay a higher rate initially if you need to do that cash back until, you know, that equity position is there. But if you have, you know, good credit and good income, it's a good solution. There's also the, the Nova Scotia Down Payment Assistance Program, and that uh, can be a good solution as well for consumers. Um, typically, that's a 10-year loan that's interest-free, and that can be used for the down payment. Now, there's income restrictions because, uh, obviously, they don't want high-income people getting money from the government mm -hmm. for their down payment. But if you have a household income below 75000 that's a great uh, solution for consumers. Okay. So if people want to get a hold of you guys, because obviously you just got a ton of information and wealth of knowledge mm -hmm. here, and, and to employ your services, how do people get a hold of you guys? I think the first step is checking us out online. You can check us out at teamclinton.ca forward slash radio. There's lots of great content on there. We post blog posts every week. And uh, certainly check us out. And, you know, really, it's about seeking the advice of an unbiased mortgage professional. I can't say it enough. Mm -hmm. We have access to all kinds of different lenders. We have access to the big banks. We have some broker-only lenders and credit unions. And not every solution is the same. We see consumers all the time that really need a second opinion. And I think coming to someone like us, we really care about our consumer 
and we want to make sure that they're protected. Okay, so you're going to be away in December. We won't see you. We will not see so us in December. Do we do the uh, obligatory Merry Christmas, Happy New Year thing right now? Is this I, what we do? I think it's a it's a it's a great time, and I think it's a great <laughs> wrap up to Financial Literacy Month. Yeah, you know we've shared lots of information around income assets. It's and been credit. a good year. It's been a great year. We did yeah. a, we did a live stream over at our office, so I yeah. thank you for that. Todd. That went really well. Yeah, we did an hour talking about mortgage lending and self employment. And there's just so much information that consumers need to know and really break down those barriers. I can't encourage and you know people enough to go do your research. Mm-hmm. Check us out online. I would say check out our website and you know really um, we want to answer as many questions as we can for consumers. And I think that it just provides such a high value. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be using a mortgage broker. When I first started in this industry 13 years ago, about 60% of mortgages were being done in the branch. And I heard a stat the other day that for first-time home buyers, only 10% of mortgages are being done in the branches. So consumers are becoming more educated. And I think that ha- there's a lot of really great things going on in Halifax. And I think we're in a position that it's going to be buy now or buy never because the, inven- the inventory really is at an all-time low. So get pre-approved. Know what you can afford. So when you're making an offer on a property, you can make an offer with confidence. Mm-hmm. And coming to someone like us, you can know you can have a good advice and a good, smooth transaction. Awesome. Look forward to a fantastic 2020. We'll have you back uh, many more times. Thanks, Todd. And many more it. great chats. Safe travels when you're away. And we'll talk again. That's Clint Wilkins, everybody. Make sure you check out the website. If you're in the mortgage business or mortgage market, this is the guy. Thanks again, Clinton. Thanks, Todd. Okay, when we come back, I'll chat with HRM's Deputy Mayor, Lisa Blackburn. We'll be back.